Hello, I'm Teresa Marks, and I'm joined today by my colleague, Halsey Schreier. We are both senior wealth strategists at CIBC Private Wealth. The last few weeks have certainly been interesting, to say the least. In the markets, we've seen market values significantly decrease, while we've also seen volatility increase. During uncertain times like these, people often think that planning shouldn't be done or can't be done. However, now is a great time to think about wealth planning. There are several planning techniques that allow an individual to take advantage of low market values and high volatility. In other words, there are techniques that help us find a silver lining in this time of uncertainty. One of these techniques is a grantor retained annuity trust, or commonly known as a GRAT. Halsey, can you get us started off by describing what a GRAT is? Sure thing, Teresa. A GRAT is a really powerful estate planning tool that allows individuals who have built wealth to transfer it to family members in a very tax-efficient manner. In short, a GRAT is an irrevocable trust in which the grantor contributes assets and retains the right to receive an annuity payment from the trust for a period of years. Generally, it's about two to 10 years. The income produced by the trust is taxed back to the grantor so that the trust can grow without the burden of income taxes. And when the trust term ends, if the assets have outperformed the IRS hurdle rate and the trust is properly structured, the excess appreciation in those assets is passed on to the beneficiaries, generally the children of the grantor, without transfer tax consequences. So how does a grant work in a, in a volatile market like we have right, right now? And what, how does it benefit from a volatile market? Grants can be beneficial in a volatile market simply because assets have been hit and, and have depressed values. So now we're in a situation where there can be swings to the upside, swings to the downside. But if we fund grants today, we can take advantage of some of those swings. While the assets are low, the, a grant basically that has more potential for growth. So we fund it now with such a low IRS hurdle rate. In April, I believe the rate's down to 1.2%, which is from 2% in January. As long as an asset can grow more than 1.2% over the period of the grant, so generally two to 10 years, then that excess appreciation passes on to the next generation with transfer tax-free. So if we fund a grant and it grows more than 1.2%, if we fund in April, anything above that is what transfers to the, to the children or other beneficiaries. Correct. And as we've seen recently in the markets, there are daily swings of 10%. So there are, there are plenty of opportunities to take advantage of this to move assets onto the next generation. So, so what about our clients that maybe have already created grants? Maybe they created a grant a year ago or two years ago, you know, and now they're looking at these depressed values. What do we do about assets that are in grants that have these poor performing assets or maybe grants that we sometimes call, quote unquote, failed? Well, the good news with grants is they're usually built with some flexibility and the grantor has the ability to swap assets in and out of the grant during that term where the grant's established. So now where we have asset values that have plummeted and some grants may even be failed, they, the grantor can swap that failing asset out for an asset they think will outperform throughout the term of the grant. But also really if the asset has, if the grant has truly failed and it's not gonna beat the hurdle rate, then at the end of the term of the grant, simply the grantor just retains those assets and then they can reestablish the grant, a future grant if they wanted to, with another set of assets that which they'll hope will beat the hurdle rate and move that excess appreciation onto the next generation. So really a grant's a low risk strategy because A, it's a pretty simple trust to set up. 
And B, even if assets go down, you haven't wasted gift tax exemption or anything else. That's always been one of my favorite things about grants is that if, if they, they win, it's a huge benefit. And if they lose, there's really no downside. That's true. So what about, you know, you know, you mentioned with, with market volatility, you know, a lot of times, you know, we have these big swings, but then we might have, you know, an, another downswing. How do we lock in that appreciation? So if somebody funds a grad in April and, you know, we get above the hurdle rate of 1.2, how do they lock in that appreciation in the grad? We have clients do this all the time. So that ability to swap assets in and out. If you have a grad that's worked, it's been successful and you've lot and you've got, you know, maybe a 20%, 30% gain, and you want to lock that in over the rest of the term of the grant, you can you can swap that volatile asset with something that's a little less volatile. Whether that's you know municipal bonds or cash, you can just swap the assets in and out and lock in that appreciation and then just let the grant right term ride out. You won't have the opportunity for more appreciation generally, but at least you've already won the day and that excess appreciation will pass on to the next generation. So, and that really kind of leads us into our ne- next topic, rolling grass. So if you pull out an asset that maybe has, has decreased in value, a lot of clients talk about or think about using rolling grass. So can you tell us a little bit about rolling grass and how we might use those in an overall planning strategy? So rolling grass really help a, a person freeze their estate. So once they set up their first grant, let's say with, it's with a million dollars. And the grant, you know, may win or may lose. They have to receive these annuity payments back. A lot of people will then set up a grant the follow a grant the following year and fund it with that annuity payment and sort of keep the cycle going. So by really setting up this series of grants, you are playing the long term odds with a bunch of short term grants that will allow the market to appreciate and hopefully get that excess appreciation out of your estate, so that you in essence have freeze the estate your estate at that current level. You're not giving away any exemption or utilizing any gift tax exemption. You're just letting that appreciation go out to the children transfer tax group. It's a great strategy. So you're able to keep the, the asset, but allow any sort of growth really to, to transfer to, to children or other beneficiaries really over time and kind of to keep rolling those and, and keep utilizing the strategy over and over again. Yes, it's a great way to really not utilize any gift tax exemption, be able to live off these assets if you need to, but also make sure that, for example, if your estate's just below the, the threshold, either at the federal level or for a, or in the state in which you live, make sure that appreciation that would bump you into the taxable area goes on to the children without a gift tax consequence. So grats, grats really are a really great way to take advantage of our current market conditions. We can fund grats with low values. We can watch the volatility. And as it goes up, we can lock in appreciation, as you said, by swapping assets. And we can, we can keep using this technique over and over again so we really can maximize the appreciation going to beneficiaries. So again, this is just one type of strategy that you can use during this volatile market period and, and a period of low market values. So, you know, don't worry about, you know, don't not plan because of this time of uncertainty, but we really can be doing some really good, effective planning to take advantage of where we are today. For more on this and other topics, subscribe to this podcast and visit wealth.us.cibc. CIBC Private Wealth Management includes CIBC National Trust Company, CIBC Delaware Trust Company, and CIBC Private Wealth Advisors Incorporated, all of which are wholly owned subsidiaries of CIBC Private Wealth Group, LLC. 
and the private wealth division of CIBC Bank USA. All of these entities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only, and the material presented should not be construed as an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any security. Contents expressed are current as of the date of this publication and may change without notice.